if you want to go down to the stream to get some fish, but you don't have a pole or a string or a smaller fish, we'll grab that darn axe and you'll be all set. You'll be eating fish. It's Axe Fishing. Hello and uh, welcome back to Axe Fishing Podcast Evolved, Episode 2, where three of us from the Midwest talk about just Halo and everything about Halo as we replay Halo. I am your Master Chief, Dave. Uh, and I am... Bla- you know what? Hang on, hang on. We should uh, we should all do our own... Uh, who who has the best Master Chief voice? <laughs> Gotta be Dave. Definitely not Dave, me. Dave, go first. Hello, I'm Master Chief. Uh, oh, I, 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 that's not very good, Dave. <laughs> what does he sound like? He's like a gravelly, cool dude. I've been told my voice is gravelly. Cool. No. Now say something like Master Chief. Yeah. Hold on. Um. Here, I'll be Cortana. Bet you can't stick it. <laughs> Let's give the covenant back their bomb. There you go. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. I just have the two words. We'll be fine. That's not even. That's not even it. Time to give the covenant back their bomb. There you go. All right. Anyway, I'm Blaine. Uh, your other master chief. Hey, I'm, I'm Andrew. <laughs> don't don't shoot me. Who are you supposed to be? I'm a grunt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. Uh, so the last week we uh, we meant to play through the first half. We realized we're gonna have to be breaking this up more, so we're gonna try to keep this one a little shorter. Uh, last week we got through the Pillar of Autumn and Halo, so we are on um, episode or not episode <laughs> mission three: Truth and Reconciliation. Uh, quick follow up: We are replaying uh, all the Halo games uh, in anticipation for Halo Infinite. So we're going to, we're playing them, and we're going to talk about them, and if that sounds interesting, keep listening. If not, I it's going to be a rough half hour. So, yeah, Truth and Reconciliation. What uh, would you guys think going back and, uh, and playing it? Um, so I think it's, it's, it's fun. Um, you're, on the, you're on the dropship with Marines, coming into a nighttime mission. Uh, the idea is you get to be stealthy, right? Like, that's what you're supposed super, to do? Super yeah, sneaky. That's, that's the idea. <laughs> but it it never works in this game. Like, I wonder if it was like a, a half-thought-out idea of like, okay, we're going to add in some stealth capabilities with things. But like, you just can't in this game at all. No. The Marines give away your position almost immediately. They can't not yeah. shoot and miss at everything that they see. Although this yeah. is this is like the only time I might be wrong here. This is like the only mission where um enemies don't react to sniper fire. Yeah, that's true. So, um and it's the only mission that you can realistically use the the thermal or nighttime imaging on the sniper rifle. I completely forgot that even had that. I I hit the button by (laughs) accident and I was like, Oh man, this would have been really helpful. (laughs) 
But yeah, it is. It's the only mission in this game that you don't get the pistol. Oh yeah, oh. you're right. I didn't even think about that because I just used the sniper rifle the whole time. It's also the first one where if you're switching between like the remastered and the original, the sniper rifle, at least since I've seen so far, is the one that is the most drastically different. It doesn't. It looks completely different from the original sniper rifle to the to the yeah, remastered it's one. Real skinny. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Don't like it. I think it's. I, I. I don't know. I think the sniper rifle remastered might actually be better. I think it. I think it looks better, but it. It looks. I don't know. It's just so drastically different than everything else. Yeah. It. It looks more realistic, whereas the the thing the the sniper rifle in the the old version has a giant cardboard box for a scope on top that it's just. Mm-hmm. You look back at it, and it's just ridiculous. Nah, it's fine. I remember looking at it thinking, how are you supposed to look through that? <laughs> how is that? You're supposed, supposed to put to? your whole face into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, like like you were saying, it's you're supposed to be sneaky. But what and inevitably happens is you get up and your quote-unquote sneakiness is until you fire your first shot. Maybe it's yep. two and the Marines get involved. You clear out an area and then you can kind of maybe sneak up and get another first shot on the next area. But mm-hmm. then... Then, then that's it, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's back to, um, I don't know, kind of how it's been. Yeah. I feel like the very first go I had, had on it, I was sneaking up the mountain, and the Marines just started shooting anyway, even though there's dialogue of, wait until the chief shoots, and then you can join in on the fun. And it's, they just started shooting. I'm like, well, hang on, guys. I'm still behind a rock over here. And they're getting blown up by grenades and stuff. It, it was really weird. Yeah. I I wonder if this is an anniversary edition thing. I'm I'm I, I I'm a original combat evolved truther. I believe that the original was better than the anniversary edition, and I have no proof. <laughs> they definitely did not listen to the first one too. They're just. They're just there to get into it. <laughs> they just they can't help themselves. They see coming and they just they want to they want to get going. That's not how I remember it. Nope. <laughs> I feel like I remember when I used to play. I would just kill all the Marines right away from the get go. Yeah, maybe that's and how we then do. yeah, and then you could actually like stealth it. <laughs> could very well be. It's your only chance of being sneaky, but. I like this mission. It's it's fun. So this one is also like the tale of two missions, right? It's really two in, rolled up into one. So mm-hmm. the, the point is you're trying to find, like, Captain Keys has been captured, and you're going to covertly get to, he's on a ship, right? They already, they already know he's on a ship. So you're going to covertly get there, take out as many covenants as you can, and rescue the captain. So it's kind of supposed to be like a stealthy search and rescue mission, which, <laughs> as we mentioned, is in turns into a blow up everything on your way and rescue mission. Yeah. But do, what what part do you guys like the the before ship part or do you like the the after ship part more? The before uh, the, ship part. Yeah, before ship by yeah. far. I mean, yeah. uh, that's where this game really shines is kind of the wide open areas and you know, you're actually able to use the sniper rifle and take out guys, I don't know. I agree. Yeah. I actually had I had a lot of trouble on this one. Uh, right when you get 
onto the ship. So where it starts out, you clear out the Marines. You're wake, making your way up. I think, oh, no, we've seen hunters. Is this the first time we see hunters? No. No. Uh, yes. yes. Yes, it is. They come yeah. down. It's supposed to be like kind of the big surprise of, you know, here come the hunters down from the ship. Yep. And they're really hard to kill. Unless you know how to kill them. And then they are extraordinarily easy to kill. It's one of those. I didn't know the trick for a while when I played it the first time. And I was just trying to use the assault rifle, pumping rounds into these things. I'm like, why is nothing happening? How am I supposed to do this? Oh, and for sure. I mean, when you like played on easy from the first time you play, it's just like, oh yeah, the assault rifle kills everything. So you just use that to usually gun everything down. But yeah, once you get to the hunters, they actually fight back and they're, yeah, they don't just die instantly. So yeah, the hunters are very heavily armored on the front and have like this, this giant like plasma cannon that they shoot Um, big plasma balls at you that explode. Um, But the trick is, is if you get in close, then they try to swing a big shield at you, and you can sidestep it. And then um, when they're trying to reset themselves, it, they have, part of their back is exposed. That's unarmored. And if you use a pistol, you can kill them in one shot. So, uh, Or a sniper rifle. Yeah, or a sniper rifle, which you have yep. for sure in this one. Yeah. So it's... I mean, once you, like Dave says, once you know the trick, you basically just run straight at them until uh, they try to take a swing at you, which is highly telegraphed. Uh, you sidestep them and then just cap them in the butt, and then they die. Yep. So. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's almost, I remember when I finally learned it, I killed it, and it was, it was a moment of like, oh, nice, but also, well, that's kind of disappointing. <laughs> I kind of wish... They didn't add that feature because they're such a cool looking like enemy and oh, they're really tough until you learn that. And then they're not difficult. Then you're not worried about them at all. <laughs> oh, okay. Just right. let me take these out real quick. Realistically, I feel like they should have made that spot bigger, but take like eight shots or something like, mm. you know, if you were to get behind them and shoot them twice, they would instantly lurch and then you know be facing you again so it's like you'd have to kind of repeat that once or twice instead of literally just one shot plap they're dead like yeah it kind of yeah cheapens that enemy for being like the the big enemy they come in twos they have giant plasma cannons that can about one shot you on legendary i'm pretty sure like yeah well, either that or the or the opposite, I think, right? I think that'd probably be the best way to do it, or do it the other way, where that's the spot is it's still one hit, but it's tiny. Sure. Right. Either either way, and then or if they like re- react quicker to to spin around and, and hit you more, but um yeah, that's the only I guess I think that's the first I don't know if it's no it's negative, slightly negative thing I've said about the game. So I'm gonna stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> We, we've criticized the Marines being stupid. That's true. <laughs> That's just objective fact, though. Like, <laughs> I'm, if if anyone thinks the Marines are smart, I'm sorry, your opinion is wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so yeah, you kill the hunters and you go up the the gravity lift, which is really cool. And then you're in a uh, hangar bay, and I I wasn't that difficult there, but then I think it's. One of the first rooms you get to after that, we're in the the large hangar bay, 
and it's it's kind of there's two levels to it. I had such a hard time getting through that room when I played it, and I don't I don't know why. I don't know what it was, but I was. Did you guys have that at all, or did you did you just well, go through it? Are you so um, the, the when you first get into the ship, you kind of fight off. You know, it's no contacts, and then all of a sudden there's the the sword invisible sword elites running through. Yep. You didn't have a problem with that area at all? Uh no, no not really. I got I think I died once, but I got through it the second second time. I didn't it wasn't too hard. Yeah, there's like there's like the four wave, three or four waves with the yeah. sword guy. No, I didn't think that was too too bad. Dang. I yeah, died no, I died quite a bit there. Died a couple times, yeah. Oh no. Cuz well, as soon as the like doors would open i just would throw all of my grenades in that direction and then mm-hmm. just solely focus on the sword guy i mean you have to until he's yeah. down and then there's plenty of grenades you can just keep picking them up and the only way i got through this whole mission on the ship was throwing every single grenade i could find <laughs> i don't think there was a single one left to get me through it hmm. I kept getting uh, blown up by grenade explosion chains. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it, that that is one like funny kind of crappy part of this game is like using grenades is fun, but you pretty much have to throw it and then run the other way. Like uh, for anyone that hasn't played, it's grenades that enemies drop. You can typically pick up, but you can only pick up a max of four of each, and so if you're full. And you're throwing grenades, and the, your throwing grenade happens to be in the proximity of other grenades. It creates a giant chain reaction of grenades, and it it snakes its way to you. So you can be fifty yards away, and it, the explosions just chase its way to you and kill you. Yeah. So I would honestly say about seventy percent of my deaths in this game have been just from grenade chain reaction explosions. Yeah, I love that feature. I love that they added that. <laughs> Because, I mean, it is frustrating, but I, I it's so good. I think it's... I really like it, honestly. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's bad. It's it's part of the charm of the game, but it's... I don't think it was an intended feature for it to act the way it does. I don't know, unless it was. No. I think they... It feels like... Well, they definitely planned on them, you know, being able to blow up ones on the ground, but I don't think they planned on, like, how long the chain could go. <laughs> how many grenades would get involved in it um but yeah no i didn't have that big of a trouble but yeah the the hangar part where there's the two levels i just i couldn't i couldn't do it i kept dying and i don't know i I don't know what it was is that the one that there are hunters yeah there's hunters in the back half you have to you have to wait until cortana like hey i'm gonna open a door and I just felt like I was running around forever and I was like yelling at the TV, open the door. I'm ready to go. I'm going to die. See, I think I flipped that. I I had like two or three deaths on that and I was fine. Like it, I I know of the area because I think there's like an overshield in that spot too. Yep. Um, Yep. But yeah, no, I think I, I feel like I buzzed through that pretty quick. This is definitely when the difficulty starts to ramp up in the game. Yeah. You're either in a very wide open area with a lot of verticality, so people are shooting at you from above and and things like that, and they're hard to to get. Uh, there's a lot of jackals um, in the game at this point, and they are the most annoying enemies 
because um, they just walk around with a shield and you have to shoot their hand through a little cutout in their shield, which then staggers them so then you can shoot them again. Um, but when you're being shot at by like 10 different things at the same time, it's hard to do. Um, so that's where throwing those grenades super helpful. Um, but yeah. then if you're not in those big open areas, you're just doing like real tight corridor firefights where you like open a door and then all of a sudden there are like four guys on the other side of the door <laughs> so that you have to quick try to take them out and then it's just that constantly. I remember the jackals being easier. To, I remember it being easier to hit the hand. And, maybe, I, and I don't know if it was or if I'm just out of practice or what, but I cannot hit their hand. <laughs> I just, it's, I, I try, I try, I try, and then I get, eventually just throw a grenade at them because I'm just frustrated. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. The original edition yeah. was better than the anniversary <laughs> edition. They keep changing things. might have been less bloom on the pistol. No, yeah, no, I know. I kind of agree too where. I feel like I don't have a hard time hitting the hand, but like using the pistol, you're supposed to shoot the hand, and then you can like shoot him in the face. I I distinctly remember jackals not being a problem after a while, where it was just like two taps because you'd hit them in the hand, they'd recoil and flinch, and then you could just shoot them in the face. Like I I distinctly remember that. Now I try it, and I just cannot get the hang of it. I think the recoil is is less. I think when they when you hit them in the hand, I don't think they open up as much as they used to. Yeah. Because it, it felt like before you would hit them in the hand, and like <laughs> it felt like they would basically like spread their arms out as far as possible, and then you could tap them. And then this one, they're actually not doing that. I mean, it wasn't actually that bad, but that's how I re- almost remember it. But, yeah. Uh, it's a very good mission. I, I It's not one of my favorites but it's still it's solid i like that it's at night i like that you kind of go back to the close quarter kind of back from the pillar of autumn um i don't know and then you you fight your way through and then you find the captain in a in a jail cell and you let him out there's a brief cut scene and then it's you got to get the captain off the ship and then <laughs> it is the next part is so frustrating because you have to keep the captain alive, but the Marines, including the captain, are idiots. And I don't know about you guys, but he kept dying, and it made me so angry. Yeah, I didn't really have any problems with Keys dying. Really? No. How are we? This is interesting that we're not having we're having like very differing issues with this this mission. I, mm-hmm. especially the the very first one, you get out. And then you, I guess there's some corridor stuff, but when you get to that first room where there's the in, two invisible guys with the shields, and then there's waves coming in, mm-hmm. he just, he kept dying. I, it, I think it took me three or four times to get through it, and then, like, when you get through, then it's just, I don't know, you get through, it seems, like, pretty easy, but the other ones, I would do fine, and I'd be just about through them all, and then, you know, a, a grenade reaction would go off, or... You know, there'd be one grunt that I missed who <laughs> evaded all the Marines and is standing right next to him, shooting him with a plasma pistol, and he dies. It's like, right. When he picks up a needler, which is, I think, the worst weapon in the game, which we haven't really touched on weapons too much in this game, actually, but it, it, yeah, he's he is kind of worthless. But I, I think I'm uh, with Andrew here. I don't know if I really had any problems with him dying. I think all the other Marines died 
like in the first room, yeah. except keys. Right. Did you have a sniper rifle at this point still, or did, had you get yep. gotten rid of it? Still had it. Me too. No, I definitely did not have it. Mm. <laughs> I was going to ask, what, what weapons did you mainly use in this mission once you got on the ship? Well, heck, even uh, throughout. Mainly, Obviously, you have the sniper rifle for the first half. Yeah. Well, as soon as I'm on the ship, I don't have the sniper rifle anymore. I guess I, I drop it, I guess, because I was thinking that because I ran out of ammo, and so I didn't think I could get more ammo for it. So I think that's why I dropped it. So I almost entirely do uh, plasma rifle through the whole yeah. thing. And again, every single grenade available for me. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I used the sniper rifle for the entire mission, and then plasma pistol, plasma rifle, whatever was convenient. Yeah. Same here. It's. I think. I don't know. Yeah. It, once the plasma rifle would get to low, and if there wasn't an extra one laying around, I'd gladly pick up a plasma pistol. Like, yeah. I, those weapons are better than you think they are. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially the, the plasma pistol. The plasma rifle, though, kind of the same. I always, I always think the assault rifle should be better than the plasma rifle, but they're not even close. They're not even comparable. And then right. the plasma pistol, I always forget about, and I just kind of almost view it as a throwaway weapon. I, almost like the needler. I categorize it with the needler, and it isn't. It's it's pretty good, but I, don't know, I, I never think to use it. I guess. Yeah, no, it's plasma plasma for shields, and then human weapons for not shielded enemies. Yep, that's how I think of it. That's that's the equation. Yeah. Also, the plasma rifle is cheat codes in multiplayer. Because <laughs> it slows you down when you're getting hit by it. Yeah, it slows down your look speed, so you can just yeah. strafe around people and kill them. Yep. <laughs> yep. But yeah, so you, you get the captain. Apparently, yep. um, no one else has any issue getting the captain off the ship, <laughs> other than me. Uh, you get to a ship, and the captain says, I can fly this baby, and you jump on a Covenant ship, and I'm blast out of there. It's uh, it's pretty good. It feels like it's maybe a shorter one, but it, looking at the par time, it's 20 minutes, so it, it really isn't. Um, but then, next mission, my personal favorite of the entire game is the Silent Cartographer. It's so good. It starts off, you're on a Pelican, you're flying in, and the last thing you hear, like, kind of before you jump in is at the, something like the, at the landing zone, and it's going to be hot. And then you are storming the beach, and it is incredible. I, I, this is easily, not even comparable, my favorite mission in the game. Yeah, it, it, it really is beautiful um, for all those reasons. And, I, you know, I'm sure they're trying to emulate storming the beaches in Normandy kind of a thing. You're trying to secure a, a beachhead, and the the covenant they're they're entrenched in there pretty well, and it's you got marines running alongside you throwing grenades and bullets flying each way. Like it, the the amount of chaos going on is uh, perfect, <laughs> and kind of gets you excited to be there and shoot bad guys. Yep. Yeah, it's it's also it's a nice transition from Truth and Reconciliation because you're from you just played a whole lot of close quarter shooting, and right away it's wide open beachhead <laughs> and it's awesome and beautiful and yeah, 
I, yeah, and I distinctly remember just uh, restarting that mission over and over and over again just to play that beachhead part, just because it was so fun. Because it was a quick, you know, minute of action, and you could just restart, like, to the checkpoint, and away you go. You just get to do it over and over again. Mm-hmm. Did you guys get the achievement for not letting any Marines die? No, I did not. Since I did not know that existed, I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I got to the end where you find the Warthog, and yeah, it's it was pretty cool. I'm like, oh, cool. None of them, none of them died. But uh, it, it was like, a, it, you know, it's like riding a bike at that point. Like I said, I played it a thousand times before. So... I felt like my stick, my movement stick was always forward. Like I did not stop and I was gunning people down left and right. And yep. it went so quick that when I, yeah, when I got to the Warthog and saw the achievement, I'm like, huh, cool. I guess that's <laughs> like, it seemed way too easy for that to be a, a difficult achievement, but yeah, no, this, uh, yeah, this pretty much this whole level was pretty easy. Yeah. Um, but it it was as exactly as I remembered it, so that's that's good. I guess Blaine and I would spend uh, hours just goofing around on this level, yeah. doing doing random stuff. So speaking of like uh, uh, the grenade chains, uh, the chain reactions. One of the the side effects of that is that you can. If you're playing co-op, you can just repeatedly kill your co-op partner over and over again, and they'll drop their two grenades they spawn with. So you can just kill them uh, right by one of the warthogs until you have a, a real big pile of grenades, and then you uh, jump into the warthog as someone chucks a grenade under it, and then you can launch the grenade up to the top of the island. <laughs> jump in the weight. What did I just say? You can you launch the warthog up to the top of the island. There it is. I know you, man. Jesus Christ. My brain is like mush. <laughs> Pulling back these 19-year-old memories. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was so fun. You'd fly up there just somersaulting to get to the top because the warthogs don't explode. That was, no. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I remember. I don't remember this one being that hard. But it, I just think it's cool. It's it's a circular island, so you just kind of go around the circle, and you're there's a good amount of driving the warthog. You know, run into small kind of platoons of, of covenant. You take them out, and then you go back in buildings. But uh, it's kind of like you mentioned in, in the Halo mission when you go underground. You know, it, it gets a lot more alien, and the deeper you get, the more alien it gets. And I noticed the music change. Uh, like you talked about before, as soon as you get underground. Um, yeah, I just think it's a really good mixture of everything. And even when you're outside, then you go into in you know inland farther, and it kind of narrows up again. And I, just, I like every single part about this one. It's just It was really, really fun. Took me back, and yeah, it was just a really good time to play. Uh, it is so... <laughs> you can kind of break up the circle into four different little like quadrants and like you land in quadrant one and you kind of wake, work your way around. But like you, the, the part I don't like about this level is you like get to quadrant two and you fight some dudes kind of in a building that's like 
sticking out of the the cliff face in the island, right? And then you kind of go down into the building. And then when you get all the way, like, down a couple flights of steps and you're shooting some dudes, then the Covenant just, like, lock the door. And you're like, oh, shit. So then you got to go back out the way you came. And they're like, well, let's go find the button to unlock this door. So then you have to go to, like, the next quadrant. Uh, almost, I think, all the way around the island, basically, almost back to where you started, yep. where you where you go like down into another building, uh, go all the way down, kill some hunters, kill some invisible elites, push the button, go all the way back up, get in your warthog, drive back to the place where you were, and now the door is unlocked, so now you can keep going down. Like, god dang it, they're really padding it out. I don't mind it just because they keep having enemies the whole time, right? Like, if you were to go all the way down... Where you go back, there's no more enemies. You're literally stepping over the bodies of the, the guys that you killed. <laughs> no, after, after you press the button in the second building, there's more guys because you got to fight back up, and then they're all yeah. looking down on you. And that's when the electric guitar happens. I think that's awesome. Yeah, sure. absolutely. I think but, this is the first electric guitar, right? Yeah, one of them, yeah. Oh, it's... yeah. But it, it did, it seemed like there was kind of a, a big lull of the action of like, yeah, I need to get back to that one spot that I already was before. And there's nothing to shoot or do. I'm just, I'm getting there eventually. Sure. Anyway, so uh, once you once you push the button and go down the locked door, you, you basically are, um, you, you get into this like giant indoor underground facility, um, that's like this huge elevator shaft. Um, and you're like, all right, well, I guess we got to keep going down because Cortana said that the cartographer is further inside the installation. So um, at this point, the Covenant don't know that you're in this building with them. So you can, I mean, I'm sure the intent is that you're like, all right, you can sneak and melee assassinate these guys um, and avoid patrols, but you really only ever get to like punch one guy from behind, and then his buddy who's standing right next to him turns around and is like, "Hey, everybody, <laughs> this guy's right here." Um, so it's it's fun, but it is kind of like, okay, let me sneak around a little bit, punch a guy, and then start a firefight. Yeah. Um, the best part about this is um, that. You eventually run out of ammo with your guns, and it's just constantly, like... So much of this game is you not using human guns because you keep running out of ammo with them, so you're just, like, running around, pick up a gun, uh, turn around, shoot, like, the three gu- the three dudes who are shooting you. That gun's now out of ammo. Pick up one of their guns. Blast, like, the f- the fourth guy. It's, it's a lot of, like, I don't know, John Wick style, like, just... <laughs> Shoot a dude, pick up his gun, shoot his buddy with it, then pick up his gun, and then shoot his three friends with it. It, it felt really cool. The momentum like keeps you pushing forward, right. and you get you get a little breathing room when you get you finally get to an area where like they don't know you're there, so you can like take take a look, assess the situation, punch the guy, and then start it over again. So and that's yeah, I think that's the beauty of you get two weapons in this game. And typically, one of them is going to be the pistol, and that'll do most of the heavy lifting in any mission. Um, then your other... Uh, so, like, you you sparingly use that, but you strategically use that, too, because it doesn't have unlimited ammo, but it kills really quickly. Um, 
but so your your second weapon then kind of supplements that and like yeah like andrew's saying you you use it to kind of take out enemies that you know you can um and that you i don't know don't necessarily have to use your pistol for but then when kind of shit hits the fan then you whip out the pistol and you need to you know take out a lot of people really quickly you kind of use that weapon whether it's the pistol or the shotgun or the rocket launcher um otherwise yeah it seems like you you are forced to find that balance and they they did that really well in this game like there really aren't that many like bad weapons to pick from right and the no. few bad weapons that there are, there aren't a lot of enemies carrying them, so you, you're never really forced to have to pick one up, right. kind of thing. Well, and even the even the bad weapons, like I, I think, like I said earlier, I would agree that the Needler is probably the worst one, but it, at least it's fun, right? Like it, it's not that effective, but it's a whole ton of fun if you just pump an entire clip into one guy and then they just blow up. And they sometimes will take out a few guys with them too. And yeah, I don't know. Thanks, thanks to that I, grenade chain. Yep, I enjoy mm-hmm. I enjoy the needler, even though it is not that effective. It's still really fun to use, and so I don't. And especially when you're doing like the John Wick thing, because you know you pick it up, and you, I don't even worry about reloading it once. I pump whatever is in it into one guy, and then I grab the next gun, and then just keep going. And it's it's fun in kind of throwing it into the rotation. Just because it adds another element to the to the firefights that are is not like anything else. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, you're inside the building. You're just ever descending down and down, and then uh, you get to the cartographer, which is what it's like a, a little data panel that you push a button, and yeah, now like you the, know the map room. Is it the map room? Is it a, is it a, is it a room or is it just like? I, I remember it being cooler than it actually was. I'm pretty sure it's just like a little platform with like a. You push the X button. Oh Unless, no, you're right. No, it definitely is. It is just a little. It is just a little thing because the, what I'm thinking about is the next mission, Assault on the Control Room, the end where there's the big map that pops up at the end. But you're right. This one, it is. You just kind of hit a button and then you're done. Well, yeah, but it's the point of it is it's telling you where everything is on the ring, right? Isn't yep, that the right. yeah. yeah? It's a cartographer. Yeah. It's the map of the Halo. Yeah, it is the map, but yeah, it isn't. It isn't the big visual that's in the next mission. Sure. But what's really cool then is that it opens up the you know kind of a, a port in the island, and the the talking is really funny between Cortana and the pilot of the pelican because cortana tells her to fly down into the island she's like this pelican doesn't turn on a dime well you know looking at it this way the last thing the covenant is going to expect is an aerial assault underground which is pretty cool yeah yeah and that's that's the mission then that leads into assault on the control room if if the, if the silent cartographer is my favorite mission assault on the control room is a close second for me I just I really like this one a ton because it's it's another mix of some tight quarters, but then just vast open worlds, and it's I really really like this one a lot. Also, yeah, I uh, I think this is probably my favorite mission. It's 
for that exact reason, Dave, where it's some fun tight quarters, but once you get out into the open, it it really shows the vehicle combat that this game did. And now looking back, it's really kind of clunky. But mm-hmm. at the time, you know, hopping into a tank and shooting another tank, it, it's the giant cannon and you're blowing up people left and right. Like, it's it's a lot of fun. It's really gratifying. Um, but, I mean, it, it doesn't stop there because then there's the Warthog, and that's fun to drive around. You have the Ghost, which is really actually underrated. I think it's one of the better vehicles. And mm-hmm. then um, you can actually get into a Banshee, too. Uh, but Or two different occasions, actually. There's the, the one kind of glitch. If you have a rocket launcher, you can get into an early Banshee and skip most of the mission. But Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it, the the vehicle combat is is so cool in the the openness of this mission. Mm-hmm. Right, and this is <laughs> you can kind of tell this is like where they copy pasted a lot of uh, their indoor environment parts because it's like you you walk into the same circular room like five times, maybe six times. It it's so many times. It's yep. ridiculous. And then you, you walk into the circular room. All the grunts are sleeping. Um, I One time, I, I killed everybody in the, the room without alerting anybody. There were, I don't know how many grunts. We'll just say 20 grunts and two elites. And I, I managed to punch all the grunts without waking them up. And then I killed the two elites without them noticing me. And I assassinated them. So that's that's the the first and only last time I'll be I'll ever do that. I literally I will punch the the first clump of sleeping grunts, mm-hmm. and then the next person, like the next group that I see, if they're walking around, it's immediately just grenade throw, and then it kicks off from there. I don't even attempt after I get past the first ones. I don't even try to get anyone else. Yeah, I feel like I ended up skipping like. I would melee my way through and like, oh, I woke him up, but I'm already close to the door. Whatever. I'm just going to run on through. Like, Yeah. Yeah. There were a couple of times where I was like, eh, yeah. yeah. After the eighth circle room, it's like, yeah, I've done this before. So I'll just I'll yeah. keep going. Oh, no. I killed. And this one, I killed everything. <laughs> I would like do. I would, I would like, <laughs> I would make sure I would kill everyone in the circles. And then I would do like another sweep almost. <laughs> make sure. No one was yeah. getting away. I'm getting everybody ruthless. Um, yeah. So basically, you would run into a large circle room, kill everybody, run out onto a bridge, and then run into another circle room, and then like go down or like find an elevator, go down the elevator, go into another circle room, run out, be outside. Yeah. So the outside bits are the best. Um, you know, because you actually get to be in a vehicle and have fun. Um, but that tank, oh boy, that scorpion tank, it is god awful. Like uh, the, the vehicles is... are so terrible in this game. I don't. <laughs> I don't remember it being this bad. Well, actually, I remember having troubles with the scorpion back in the day, but not like this. It's so difficult. You just want to swing the cannon while continuing to drive straight, and you can't do it. You can't do it. 
it, yeah. it probably has the same yeah algorithm of the warthog, but it's ten times slower. And yeah, the the place you're pointing is where it's gonna go, but that's where you also want to shoot. But if you want to drive, like Dave said, if you want to drive straight but shoot off to the left, nope, you're gonna turn to the left. Like the it's, stop. It's, Yep. Turn, shoot, yeah. Meanwhile, you're being shot at by a tank, a, a ghost, a, a banshee. It's terrible. Right. Yeah. I like, too, that the... So you're in the tank. You're covered, protected. You can take a lot of hits. And the Marines, they just hop on the on the outside. And they're holding onto these little handles. And they're completely exposed. And I, I love the the contrast between that because... The tank is sh- like, like I said, the banshee's shooting you, and the wraiths are shooting, and there's grenades going, and you'll take a huge wraith hit, and you're good, and it just wipes the entire squad of marines because they are completely <laughs> and totally exposed. <laughs> I really enjoy the contrast there. It's, they didn't even attempt any kind of cover for them. <laughs> it's, right? It's really funny. It it really is, and it's just the. The futuristic design of this, you know, tank that's supposed to be 500 years in the future, and it's like, yeah, one guy can drive it and do all the things, but the rest of the guys, yeah, they're gonna just sit out in the open on the tracks and just, I don't know, get shot, I guess, and they can shoot one-handed at things. Yeah. Um, I had but, Sergeant Johnson sitting on the front with a sniper rifle. Yeah. I remember, oh, I feel God. like you can get two guys with sniper rifles on that mission, and so if you yeah, have them on both sides, oh god, it's it's so cool, because they just take out every little thing, and you can, I don't know, that, it's, it is, it's very cool, as stupid as it is, like, they have pinpoint accuracy somehow, one-handed, while sitting on a tank that's moving while, with unlimited ammo, like, oh man, it's, so it's a lot of fun. Do you guys use the minigun on the tank? Or do you yeah. just use the cannon? I mean, I why not? I forgot it was there. Yep, I always forget that the minigun is there. <laughs> and then I kind of use it just because it's there. But, I don't know, I forgot it was there until about halfway through, and I was like, oh, I guess I can be doing this while I'm slowly reloading my main gun. Yeah, the, the accuracy on it is so bad. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, they pretty much just slapped an assault rifle on the, the tank, like... <laughs> But somehow with worse accuracy, because I don't know if you've just shot it like one bullet at a time. Like one, the first bullet will go where you want it. The second one will go off by two meters to the above and to the left of the guy. And then the next one will be just to the right of the guy. The next one will be at his feet. Like it's it's so inaccurate. Like I don't know what kind of gun that is, but they, they need to make make it better. It's literally just there. So you feel like you're still fighting while the cannon is reloading, but it doesn't. It, I mean, you maybe take out <laughs> ten guys the whole time with the actual right. like machine gun. I didn't but, take out any. Yeah, <laughs> I never <laughs> once pulled that trigger. Yeah, ten might be high too, mm-hmm. <laughs> even if you're trying to. But oh man, it's it's so fun. This is a really really good one too. I might I might be flip flopping now and say this is my favorite also. But they're so they're both. Really good. The fact that they're back to back too is just is just great. This level is very long. It is very long, um, but it's a lot of fun co-op. I think for the same reason of the the vehicles and that kind of stuff. This is definitely one 
I know we talked about you no know, wanting to do them each mission by ourselves and like really like play around in it and and I completely agree. But this is one that we should co-op because this is a really really fun co-op one. Yeah. Uh, and you can I mean it's yeah it seems like it's built with co-op in mind because there's like the vehicles which are generally pretty co-op. Uh, you know, the one guy's driving, one guy's shooting. Or they have, like, you know, if, if there's, you know, when the tank part where only one guy's driving and shooting, there's also ghosts where the next person can, like, you know, it's basically just like a motorcycle with plasma guns on the front. So one guy can be in the big tank and the other guy can be zipping around, picking off little bad guys in that. And then... You know, when you have to get into the the Banshees, there's two of them on the top there. There's not just one. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it yeah, it, it it's asking to be played co-op. Yep. So they, they thought that through very well too, because it doesn't like adjust if you're by yourself or with a person that's always there, and so you kind of put it in your head when you're playing yourself, like man, this would be really fun with somebody else too, because yeah, there's dual everything. Um, right. With the ghosts, so the ghost, I agree, Blaine, I think it's very underrated, but what drives me crazy with the ghost is when you try and run someone over, and then you just float over top of them. Like, you hit a little bump or something, or they somehow, and you, because sometimes you can, but other times you just float right over top, and you're like, oh my gosh, just just hit him, just run him over. Yeah, it's it's very difficult to hit people with ghosts. I kept trying to use the boost that doesn't show up until Halo 2. (laughs) Yep, Yep. same here. (laughs) Every time. Yeah, yeah. So you do a lot of, you know, fighting, fighting outside, driving a big vehicle, blowing things up, and then you go inside, and then you go back outside, and then you go back inside. Um, There are, like, three sections where you have to cross a canyon on a bridge. Um, and each time that you have to go, um, it like ramps the difficulty up just a little bit. So like the first time there's, um, like one bridge, um, and like half the people are asleep and they're not like shooting you. And there's like an upper level of the bridge and a lower level of the bridge. Um, I did not remember that you could shoot the glass out and like fall down to the bottom. I thought you just had to like... I feel like that's a remake thing. I don't think no, you could do that in the first. That was definitely a thing. Really? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I remember um, it. I didn't remember that at all either. Yeah, there were other places where I didn't remember glass being breakable. But anyway, um and then what what the second time there's like banshees flying around in the air. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um so not only do you have to like shoot the whatever and then you deal with the air, you know, have we described what Banshees are? They're basically just like little single man airplane things that shoot at you. Yeah, they have <laughs> a, a plasma, rapid fire plasma rifle ish thing, and then they also have kind of the plasma cannon that shoot the big green snot ball at you that can just about kill you in one shot. Yeah. Yep. So, and then the third time, it's two bridges. So there's a bridge off to your right that um, is far enough away that you can't jump over to it. Um, but it has, um, hunters on it that are shooting at you, um, while you're having to take out the people on your bridge. So, oh, also the second time there is two bridges, but there are just grunts on it. So you can kill the grunts. 
Um, so the so the, the the last time, it's like the same deal, but now they're hunters that you basically can't kill. I mean, you can, yeah. but it's if you get not worth lucky. It. If you get lucky, you can kind of do the the trick. I was able to do the the trick and and get them. I don't really remember how, but it's it's tough because they don't they're looking at you the whole time, and then there's right. also like elites and other things on your bridge. So I really like. I really like the bridges. Also, because if you go down to the bottom bottom level, if you're not paying super attention, you know you can you can fall off of them, and it just adds a lot of it's a lot of you things. You like that you can about. kill yourself. I, well, I like that it's difficult. I like that you yeah. have a lot. There's there's a lot of verticality. There's a lot of stuff that you like. I said, there's a second bridge that you can't get to, but you have to kill them. While there's also guys on yours. There's just a lot you have to kind of process all at once. Right. How you're gonna handle it? Yeah, it's it. Yeah, it is fun because yeah, like you're saying, you can slowly like progress your way through. But I think even if you just like take the top route, there are guys underneath you, and they could come up from behind and flank you. It's like you really need to take your time, or you really need to go fast and go all the way through so they can't actually flank you. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you cross that third bridge, and then you do another couple of circle rooms. Um, <laughs> And then you basically you, you you get up to this giant open area where there's like this pyramid sort of built into the wall of this like glacier, um, and you have to get up to the top of the pyramid. But luckily, you've got a banshee, so you can just kind of fly your way up to the top and ignore all of the bad guys if you want. Uh, which is what I did because I had been playing this level for about an hour and was done with it. Um, just yeah. because I, I kept, I had a terrible checkpoint where I had like no health, and I it, the game refused to give me a checkpoint uh, for for quite some time. So I just kept dying and dying and dying. But yeah, you get to the top of that thing, uh, pyramid. You open a door. There's a shitload of uh, covenant. On the other side of the door, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah. So you you shoot all of them, and uh, you make your way down a couple of hallways. You basically open up these like giant doors, which are like massive. I I don't even know how to describe, but like um, you know, way bigger than a person needs, and like bigger than a tank even. But like. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They are. are no, they're not. Man. I I completely left out the parts where you're driving the tank like through tunnels and and yeah. blasting dudes like inside of these tunnels and across bridges and down. There's bridges. There's even more bridges. Salt on the bridges. That's what this mission should be called. Uh, yeah. Dude. Yeah. See, there's like there's there. I've forgotten more about these levels than I remember. Um. Which is, I I find that I get super antsy near, like, I'm like, God, I understand. I get it, guys. Like, let's move on to the next mission. But, um. So, so I have the game pulled up right now, and it does par times for each mission. Yep. yep. Par time for Assault on the Control Room, 15 minutes. Oh, my God. No, you can't. <laughs> it seems 30 minutes too quick. Yeah. That's <laughs> well, a- I don't know that mission though. It's like there's a lot of skippable, there's skippable things. Like that's true. I feel like their par time is speed run time of like 
okay, if you're going to skip a lot of the things and you know the secrets of if you jump off of this rock, you can land down here without taking damage. And, you know, if you can find this Banshee, like, then, yeah. But I don't, I feel like even on easy, it'd be hard to just run through it all the way it's supposed to be played and get 15 minutes. Yep. And I didn't, I didn't try and do any, I didn't skip anything. I cleared out every single part of, even in like the down, the below part with the bridges where you, you can kind of, you know, take out half of them and get through. I made sure I cleared out everything. Um, I, I'm sure this one took me at least a half hour, maybe 45 minutes. Um, but yeah, it's so, it's so, but yeah, the, the last doors, I think it's cool. Cause yeah, you're, you've been driving the tank through these giant rooms and then you get to this with these doors and it's like twice as big, maybe three times. It's just gigantic. And I, I always think, what is this meant for? Like, what's the vehicle or whatever it is that's supposed to come out of this? Because it's so cool. Yeah. So anyway, you, you just kind of wander some hallways that are basically empty. And then you get to the end of the level, which is this massive control center um, where there's big like holograms of the halo um and a bunch of other things little like um oh minority report style like computer terminals where you, <laughs> there's really no screen and you just kind of touch stuff anyway so you put cortana into the uh control terminal thing and then she's like trying to i don't know what i like why why are you even there um She's trying to figure out what the the ring is about and what it's doing. Yeah, right? that's the control room. She's trying to figure out what it what it's doing. What it controls, yeah. I guess. All, all you know at this point is that the covenant want it badly, and you know it's bad if they get it. Yeah, and then because I think at this point you know it's a weapon, and so you're trying to, you know, the covenant can't get it. So and then we want to use it. So let's go to the control room so we can use it against the covenant. And yeah. Then, yeah, so you plug her in. To the, the first time you plug her into Halo, and she's kind of going through all the stuff, and yeah, yep. So you you yep you plug her in. Um, then her eyes go red, and Master Chief says, "Are you all right?" And Cortana says, "Oh man, never been better. There's so much knowledge in here." And then he goes, "Okay, so what sort of weapon is it?" And Cortana says, "What are you talking about?" So then Master Chief says, "Halo." How do we use it against the Covenant? And Cortana is like, well, hey, it's it's something else. Something more important. The Covenant were right. This ring, it's Forerunner. Give me a second to access. Yes, the Forerunners built this place. They call it a fortress world in order to... Uh-oh. It can't be. Oh, no, the Covenant, they're fools. They must have known. There must have been signs. And then Master Chief is like, uh-oh, slow down. You're losing me. And the Cortana says, the Covenant found something buried in this ring. Something horrible. And now, they're afraid. Master Chief says, something buried? Where? And Cortana looks horrified and says, the Captain, we've got to stop the Captain. So then uh, Cortana says, the weapons cache he's looking for. It's not really... We can't let him get inside. So then Master Chief is like, I don't understand. And Cortana says, there's no time. Get out of here. we got to go find keys before it's too late. So then Master Chief just like robot runs out of the room, and, then, and that's the end. Yep. It's so good. It's, it's the it's the stereotypical like I I don't I can't tell you you have to go. It's like 
just tell me that like this is a giant ring that's gonna blow everything up like yeah <laughs> like you could tell give a little bit of a synopsis of hey this is what it is like yeah, you could take 30 seconds and just explain what's going on well yeah. he doesn't even pull her he doesn't even yank her out he just runs yeah leaves he her in leaves there her in there yep so that is that's the end mm-hmm. i mean we could you guys have any final thoughts on assault on the control room um my one question so like between uh 343 or not 343 uh silent cartographer and assault and control room so you go inside the island mm-hmm. and you're like inside the ring mm-hmm. you go in underground and then all of a sudden you open up after going up or down an elevator i can't remember and now you're in an open world where on the island are you are you or where on the ring? Sorry, are you? Are you on the other side of the ring? Because I feel like there's nothing on the outside of the ring. It's all on the inside of the ring that's actually yeah habitable. I think you're underground, aren't you? Because I don't think, I and mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think when you're outside and in an assault the control room, I don't think if you look up you see Halo. Right. I don't think so either. I think you're underground and like, so it's essentially caves, right? It's like a giant cave system. So even when you go outside, you know, you're, you're not actually outside. And what's lighting it? I feel like you're outside. I think there's quite a bit of flying through the halo that they skip. Okay. So like you're saying like you fly horizontally through halo and then come up say 30 miles down the ring or something yeah actually that would make a lot of sense because the last thing you see in silent cartographer is you're going down into it and the first thing you see on assault in the control room is that grunt walking around and then you fly up and so you're probably right you probably did you go down then you probably go horizontally and then you pop back up where the control rooms that actually makes a lot of sense because i remember thinking that when i started it like I thought it was an air. Like okay, I was going down in silent photographer, and now I'm popping up on this grunt. But I think you're right. I think it's just horizontal movement, and then um, now I want to go play it again and see if you can see the ring though when you're outside. I think it's too snowy. The snow is also. I can't believe we didn't talk about the snow. I really, mm. really like that you go from a beach level, and the next one it's snowing. Right. It's, and it's it looks weird. good too. It's cool snow. Like you actually feel like you're in a winter world somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just shows the the huge variety again. Because yeah, you've gone from night supposed to be kind of stealthy dark mission to bright beach mission to now it's a winter world and it's just, it's the the differences and the vastness of the levels and then compared to like the the consistency also is they tie that together really well where each one is very much its own thing but it's also consistent throughout them and i think they do a really good job of of maintaining that you got anything oh man um yeah i mean i don't know if it's that like i just have less time in my day to play games uh or if what it is but like you know or if modern games have streamlined things a bit more but like 
I'm I'm always finding myself like having fun for the first 15 20 minutes on the level and then like looking at my watch and like okay move along like I'm I'm ready for something new um but you know I that being said I'm still having fun it's just like I you know I get it I want to move to the next thing show me yeah. something new right and maybe it's just like the fucking vehicles really <laughs> want to like like uh, so often i i find myself like stuck in really dumb like respawn loops that i have to like puzzle my way out of which uh, you know a younger andrew who had more time to waste on things would have enjoyed that but i'm like oh my god i i would rather play the last because what's weird, the checkpoint system is is both unforgiving and forgiving. Um, like there will be times where you get a checkpoint like four minutes apart, and then there are times where it's like, no, you you have to wait fifteen minutes before we give you a checkpoint. Um, it's just like I the would rather go. System is not great on this game. No, it's like let me go back four minutes and and get another shot at that those four minutes. Instead of yeah. me wasting 20 minutes on, like, a shitty checkpoint. Like, <laughs> that happened to me in Truth and Reconciliation. I think that's actually part of the reason why I had so much heart of that one spot, because I had a really bad checkpoint, and, like, the overshield was already gone. I didn't have any health, and she wouldn't open the door. And I was like, just go back. I, I almost restarted the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I was like, I just please put me one checkpoint back. <laughs> I'll do so much better. I promise. I think in I don't know, yeah, this game you could get into a checkpoint that just killed you over and over again. Like if you were driving a warthog and you hopped out, and the warthog still had its momentum and killed you, like it would give you a checkpoint split seconds before it killed you, and so then that was your checkpoint. Like you would legitimately have to restart the mission over and over. Like or you just you would have to restart the mission because your your checkpoint would just keep killing you over and over again. I remember that happening. It didn't happen to me yet, playing it through, fingers right. crossed. But I do remember that happening before. You know, not that often, but it definitely is a possibility. Or if you're like <laughs> flying a banshee, I think that would happen. I remember that happening before, where like you would jump out of a banshee too high up and it checkpoint. Like, well, no, now now is the last thing I want to checkpoint or you know something like that. But. Yeah, that's uh, that's two things: like truth and reconciliation, the silent photographer, and assault in the control room. I think, especially the last two, go tie together really well, and then the next few missions uh, tie together really well too. So I'm very excited to play the next ones. Um, last thing I want to add: uh, the game gives you a score. I have no idea what goes into the score. I don't know if it's time. I don't know if it's kills. I don't know it's how many times you died. But assault in the control room. Um, I got a 16.2. Blaine got a 12.9, and Andrew got an 8.6. So apparently, Andrew had a r- a rough go on assault of the control. Room. I'm telling you, man, it fucked me left and right. I I I quit the game one night because of that shitty checkpoint, and then I had to pick it up again later. So, uh, but yeah. So thanks uh, again for listening to uh, Axe Fishing Podcast Evolved. We'll be back next week with. The next two or three missions and uh yeah we we don't apologize for wasting your time but we do apologize that we went long again and we will try hard but yeah uh we'll see you next week bye